Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. This is Reba. Welcome to Rudy Deep. Alice and I are here today, and we've been doing this really, I think, just lovely study on the life of Naomi uh, from the book of Ruth. Yes. Uh, yeah, we've been, it is the book of Ruth, but we've just like really focused on Naomi and her, like we said, her just um, journey from, from mourning into, you know, happiness from being away from her family and her, her yeah. country to coming back home. And there's so many layers to to her story, but then there's just so the hand of God is obvious all throughout this book and all throughout her story. Yeah, no question. We 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 talked about in the last podcast how that um, she sees hope for the first time, mm-hmm. this glimmer of hope, this uh, this light at the end of the tunnel here for a moment, where it just seemed like you know, I, and I I don't know. She doesn't say this, but it almost has the idea that I'm just going to go home to my people to die because my life yeah. is. I have nothing to live for anymore. And suddenly she finds out that God is not done with her yet. Right. Um, He has plans. And and those plans um, have been in place long, 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 long Mm -hmm. before. Uh, But it's our thing as we sit. And, oh, man, I've been here so many times, Allie. I don't see what God's doing. Right. Yeah. And I can't imagine it can be good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like how in the world, it's almost like you feel like, and that's, but that's what she said. She said that the almighty has dealt bitterly with me and we've been there to where we're like, is he even listening? Is he even carrying? Is he even, am I just on my own here? And that's where she really felt like, even though Ruth had decided to join her and join her people and join her, her, um, her home and, and, and accompany her home. She's like, I'm, I, I came back our left full, but I came back empty. And I don't know what to do with me. I'm just bitter. And, you know, and, and then we, like you said, we start seeing her, we start seeing Naomi see the hand of God in yeah. the small, in the small provision. It, first of all, in, in letting her stay with Ruth, letting, uh, you know, yeah, guiding Ruth that stays. Ruth yeah. stays. and then all of a sudden Ruth can help glean. And so then the, the these tiny little, these tiny little clues that kind of start waking um, waking Naomi up to, mm-hmm. like you said, God's not done. And he's so gracious to allow me to see it because as soon as she sees the, what Ruth brought home in the harvest, then all of a sudden yeah. she's, she, again, is calling on God. She's saying, I, I know that I know where this came from. Yeah. Instead of saying, Hey, thank good job, Ruth. She was really like, no, I know that God helped you with that. And so we're seeing her open yeah. her eyes and then we see her create this amazing plan that in the the 21st century we don't really get it but you know back in the day this is how things got done and um and this is but she naomi like you said in the last podcast this was kind of a bold move to just say okay you're gonna do this you're gonna go lay at his feet and he's gonna do this and he's gonna and then at the end of the chapter and she's like he's not gonna rest until this is fixed and um so you see her kind of transition time kind of do a 180 from the dejected woman and widow that she was (laughs) to um you know matchmaker extraordinaire and yeah. <laughs> land back. Oh, absolutely. And, and one, I think here we're seeing this woman who's got confidence suddenly again, yeah. as mm-hmm. the, as, as hope has brought confidence and, and birthed that confidence, not just in, I think confidence in what, not just in grain, Mm-mm. not just confidence in circumstances, but I just think she suddenly is like, you know what? God's not done yet. 
And God is working on my behalf. And she sees the hand of God working. And so when we roll into chapter four uh, of this book, uh, we see we left off chapter three with Ruth and Naomi in this conversation. And she says, look, Boaz is not going to he's not going to rest until he figures this out for us. So we now we just have to sit and wait. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if this was a movie. You know, the cameras would pan over to the house of Ruth and Naomi as they wake up the next morning and they get ready for their day and they are waiting on and they don't know what's going on. Boaz wakes up and he goes down to the city gate where all businesses transacted. And now he's looking for this this relative who is actually closer in the line um to to Naomi than than what he is because based on the cultural uh guidelines mm-hmm. all right that they're following there's one person who has the right to reject it so this yeah. closer kinsman can say yes um I'm going to do this or not and I love the way Boaz does this because he doesn't come and say hey do you want to marry Ruth he comes and says hey Naomi's got some land that right. she needs to sell. Yeah. Uh, and oh, but by the way, the <laughs> land, when you buy the land, you have to redeem Ruth and therefore take the responsibility for her and Naomi. Yeah, exactly. And and maybe as a businessman, that's how he that's how he feels like, okay, we got to get this done. And I know what's gonna maybe this will this will be what this man might be interested in. And he does say it's like it's and he said, um, again, because he, he talks about Naomi. He said, when yeah. you buy the field from Naomi, and then you also, it has to be Ruth and Naomi come with it. You know, it's a double yes. package. And she's a Moabitess, but she's a great girl, you know. But right. So if you want the land, and then that inheritance will go to, you know, into into their family. As it, you know, as it should. That's the way, that's the way the Lord set it up in, in the beginning. And right. so they're, they're doing business, um, like you said, at the gate. And, and we don't know, I mean, you know, we don't know, um, this is not, and I know we can, we can say this, oh, this is, this is a love story or, or whatever. And, and right. may, maybe it was, not, maybe it was, I don't know. And, and I maybe mean, it was some, some, some good things in, in, oh, in Ruth and, and the fact that she, she showed kindness to him and she didn't run after the young guys and, and everything sure. she, but, and already Boaz in the last chapter has said your reputation has preceded you as a virtuous woman. Everybody yes. had been talking about Ruth coming home with Naomi, taking yes. care of her, working. And so she does have um, a reputation that, that Boaz um, recognized. You know, yes. so whether this is a romantic story or whether it's just a, here's, here's the thing. It doesn't matter at this point whether romantically Ruth, Ruth and Boaz loved each other. What we can see is the love of God for Naomi and Ruth and Boaz. And you, you know what I'm saying? You don't oh, have to absolutely. worry about the romance. You can think, okay, the almighty God takes care of his people. And he does it sometimes in very interesting ways. And, no, uh, absolutely. And, so, and it may take, like, I, man, my favorite stories are stories about shoes. And I, right. I love, love <laughs> shoes. But I'm telling you what, I wouldn't take off a pair of shoes to make a deal if they were my favorite shoes. So well, that's I know this I, is, there, there's so many cultural, and, and you know, you're you're so traveled and and we both travel quite a bit and we we get the opportunity which i think is all i love it 
that yeah. you get a chance to see how other cultures do what they do. Yeah, and they don't yeah. always do it the way we do it here in the U.S., right? right? Yeah. And so, you know, it's one of those things where this particular time period in, in history and this particular group of people, the transactions that were, were made at the city gate in front of yeah. 10 witnesses here, um, there was this odd thing that they did where it's yeah. like, okay, you don't, you're not going to do it. I'm going to do it. Here's my shoe. Yeah. Um, right. You know, not one, but here's one, one of my shoes. I it's guess you couldn't get that far on one shoe. So yeah. it was like a deal breaker, you know, I don't know. But and in my situation, his- our, my, our, our puppy keeps eating a shoe at a time. Yeah. And so uh, could you imagine if that was like the land contract? And I'm like, you you, you just, just ate, ate it. That's my property. That's my right. property contract. Whatever. <laughs> so I, that because that just happened, you know. And so, uh, but yeah, you're right. This is they had to have witnesses, so they were at the gate. Yeah. And then they said, "Okay, we're going to finish this deal. I'm going to I'm going to take off a shoe and hand it to you." Yeah. And and it was just a matter. The Bible says it was just a matter of this was proof. You got the guy's shoe. You've made the deal. You know, there's this statement Boaz makes in front of all of the elders that are there and the witnesses that are there uh, that on that on this particular day that he's bought uh, that from the hand of Naomi, all that belonged to Elimelech and all that belonged to Chilion and Malon, which are the sons mm-hmm. of Naomi. So we see this this uh, this line here mm-hmm. and the line is going to continue. And what yeah. that's one of the things yeah. that we're going to see is the beauty of what God is mm-hmm. going to do um, as God is going to graft in and do something amazing through this family's line. Mm-hmm. You know, and he brings back he brings back the men involved, the men yes. who were dead. Naomi's husband, Elimelech, Elimelech and Malon and Chilion are also he's he's redeemed a family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that's, I think that's so interesting because we think it's Ruth and Naomi are left alone, but then the dead are not forgotten no, and, not. and Malon and Chilion, you know, they left because there was a famine. These boys were sickly and weak and, and, and they're, 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 they didn't come home. They're dead, but yet their, their line is continued. And that's, again, that's how the Lord has had designed his people to take care of one another. And, um, and, and, and make sure that everybody was trying to make sure that everybody was taken care of. Everybody had to do the right thing, but everybody had to be taken care of. Yeah, no, I, I think this is powerful because, you know, there is where God is, God's redeeming the past. Mm-hmm. He's redeeming the pain. He's redeeming the brokenness. Yeah. He's redeeming the, the sorrow. And right. he's, God is in, in, in so many ways as you go down through this, is it practical? Sure it is. And yes, of course, we want to put really great music above the whole thing and make it really super romantic. And maybe it was, um, you know, but the bottom line is that this was God was in the act of redeeming what was broken. And and he was in the act of purchasing back all of this, all of this thing that that sickness and death and sorrow had brought about in the lives of these two women. And that's exactly what Jesus does. And obviously, this is not a study on Boaz. But it's just powerful to see the impact of the love of a redeemer mm-hmm. uh, in these women's lives to care enough to say, you know what, I care enough to step into your brokenness. I care yeah. enough to step into this tragedy mm-hmm. and not just be a part of it, yeah. but we're but we're going to it will forever be changed as mm-hmm. of this transaction. 
and and changed in a way because if you look the witnesses at the gate in verse 11 yeah compares compares ruth and naomi to rachel and leah the mothers of the 12 tribes of israel in other words yeah. this family is not just going to be it's not just going to be back together this family is going to have an impact into the yes. future so like you said god has stepped into their past and stepped into their brokenness but created an amazing future and like you said, grafted, grafting Ruth into this, I mean, to mention Rachel and Leah, they're the mothers of the, of the tribes of Israel, oh, and yeah. to compare Ruth and Naomi to them and say they're going to be just as great because they're continuing on a line um, because of this Redeemer. I think that's really a, a neat detail that the Lord says, not only do I heal it, yeah. but I make it mine and I make yeah. it bigger than what you, oh, even, what you even dreamed. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's interesting. You mentioned this in the last podcast, this, this horrible story of Tamar yeah. and one that is difficult even just to read and mm -hmm. to process through her story. And yet these, these elders at this gate, not only mention the mm -hmm. the these matriarchs of Israel yeah. in yeah. Rachel and Leah, but they mm -hmm. also refer back to to Tamar mm -hmm. and to the house of Perez and yeah. um and to because we understand that there's a connection here yeah and uh, as we see this connection we understand that there, there's more pain being redeemed here yeah than meets the eye this is not just Ruth's pain it's not just Naomi's pain mm -hmm. but there's a woman that lived beyond that was Tamar and had great pain and great sorrow. And so God is doing something so much yeah. bigger here than right. what we can see. Mm -hmm. And and he's and Tamar fought for what Naomi and Ruth got. Tamar was fighting for a kinsman redeemer, and she didn't. It yeah. it didn't happen in the right way. But that was Judah's fault. I mean, Tamar just yeah, kind of tripped sure. him into it. Was it's it's really not a pretty story. But at the same mm -hmm. time, Judah says Tamar's more righteous than me because I was. This was. We were supposed to handle this better, you know, and, yeah. but, and I think the Lord is healing, um, the, 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 the nation of Israel healing this tribe and, and saying, like you said, this is not just about Naomi and Ruth. It's, it's so much bigger. The past is so much more hurtful or more or uglier, but I'm going to redeem it into the way to where, um, at the end of the story, it's so much bigger than, than we would have. Oh even my goodness. Imagined. Yeah. Because not, I mean, this is just the first declaration. So you've got these yeah. witnesses at the gate that make this yeah. really profound declaration yeah. about Leah and about Rachel and, and this is almost a blessing. It's mm -hmm. really worded yeah. as if it's a blessing over the house of Boaz. And then we get to verse 13, Ruth and Boaz get married and they conceive and they have a, and she bears a son. Mm -hmm. And now the women who live in, in this area of Bethlehem speak another blessing mm -hmm. over Naomi and blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a redeemer and may his name be renowned in Israel. And I have no, there's no way Allie, they could know yeah. Yeah. I, what, what they were just mm -hmm. speaking, but wow, was that ever going to be true? Um, because they go on to say he's going to be a restorer of life. Yeah. So we get that reference to what has died. Mm -hmm. And a nourisher of your old age, yeah. obviously, as we get that reflection of who where Naomi is in life, and for her daughter-in-law, who is more to you, and I love this, than mm -hmm. seven sons 
yeah. um, who has given birth to him. So there's still this really great uh, attribute mm-hmm. to Ruth and her yeah. love for Naomi and her care for her, which I think is powerful. Naomi's confidence in God that we see in chapter three and her moving the plans in place has now kind of influenced and uh, other people's confidence in God. So they're not just looking and saying, oh, yeah, you have a baby. This is so pretty. It's a little, uh, you know, gender reveal baby shower kind of thing. They're like, no, this baby is a they don't even know what's going to happen. Like you said, they have no idea what this baby is going to do, but they already have confidence in the next stage because of Naomi's confidence in God influence the other women and they say okay now you know now we see it and now we can see this confidence moving forward in God's plan and God's purpose because this is to this the the hand of God has been moving too directly and too um too uh excitingly I don't know whether to say yeah no yeah you can see God's hand moving right yeah yeah And, and and I think you know obviously and this is what's so cool God already knew what he was gonna do right he wasn't like you know he wasn't nervous or whatever uh he he already knew what he was going to do but we don't know what he's doing right but there's this level in this place even in our pain and in our heartache and in our sorrow and in our bitterness to use naomi's word Mm -hmm. that we have to trust him to to know and and i hear people say this and and when i'm not hurting i i say amen and when i am hurting i say shut up yeah. Okay. You know, and, and they, they say this statement that, you know, that God, um, you know, wants to, he wants to work in our lives and he, and he, he's got something, he's going to bring something good out of all this. And it, it's kind of like the Romans mm-hmm. eight twenty eight. you know, God means all things for good. And so it's going to work out for good. And, and honestly, you know, when you're, when you're in an okay place, uh, that's like, yeah, that's so true. But when you're hurting, that's just, no, <laughs> you know, uh, I can't see any good that would come out of this. And I can't feel anything but pain in this yeah. place. And yet understanding that that is truly the God that we serve. If he brings or allows pain in our lives, it does have a purpose. Yeah. And he, it is going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and there is a reason for this. And God can, you say, well, man, it wasn't Naomi's fault that her husband died. You're right. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But God can redeem that. He can, mm-hmm. God has a way of speaking and trumping evil. Yeah. He can trump, yeah. he can trump our stories. He mm-hmm. can trump our situations. And so there's nothing bigger than what God can do. Right. Um, and I think that's important for us not to forget, because I think we all go through situations and times in our life where we're in despair and we don't see a way out and we don't right. see how anything good could I mean, come we don't this. see a purpose of our pain or we don't see no. we don't see when the pain will end or when the despair no. or the discouragement or the bitterness will end and and just no. knowing and then and so sometimes we do get upset with god i mean i do because i'm like okay this is not this isn't even necessary i don't know how many times i've prayed in my prayer okay this wasn't even necessary for you to do i know what you know and and but it's it's not about again it's not about me it's about what he's doing oh. through me and and connected to others and that's why you can't look at individual stories of the bible you can't look at our own stories and say and and see everyone in isolation because right. it it no it, Naomi's pain from her family and what uh, uh, 
affected everybody, affected yeah. a lot of people. But then her redemption as well, and 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 the birth of the baby, and this this beautiful story did not just affect Naomi. It affected everybody around her and they were all able to see and rejoice in what God is doing. And I think that sometimes when we're in the middle of that pain, we can say, Lord, use this and and have the graciousness to let me see why. But I know exactly what you're saying. We want that pain to be used for God's yeah. purpose. If, if it's we've got to go through it, we mm. want our pain to be used. And I think the beauty of seeing this story conclude, uh, you know, genealogies are not always fun, but I'm going to tell you this one is good right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is so good because we see Na- we see the story end with Naomi becoming the nurse for this little baby. So now, the, you know, it's grandma uh, keeping the grandbaby, you know, and we've got this wonderful thing. Um, and the women of the neighborhood say a son has been born to Naomi, <laughs> you know, which yeah. obviously was born to Ruth and uh, Boaz. Huh? But it is, it's it's this grandchild that is going to carry her um her family's name forward. And in the mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's what they meant in the practicality. Right. But oh, did they not know that mm-hmm. they would name this boy Obed? Mm-hmm. And if you track the genealogies, we know Obed was the father of Jesse. Mm-hmm. So Obed grew up and got married and gave birth to Jesse. Jesse grew up, got married, and gave birth to David the king. Yeah. And we understand that David is in the line of Christ. Mm-hmm. So if you want to track genealogies down, what you get to know is that Naomi mm-hmm. was now in the line of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ruth is in the line of Christ. These mm-hmm. women were a part of the heritage of bringing Messiah into the world. And I just think, you know, somewhere in heaven, when it clicks, and yeah. I don't know how all that works after you're in heaven, but when it clicks with Naomi, mm-hmm. how her line is falling out on earth and she realizes right. where Jesus is coming from, yeah. you know that she has to do cartwheels somewhere right. because she's thinking, I couldn't have imagined God redeeming my story mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, she's she's already grateful for grain in chapter two, because she's like, yep. oh, the Lord's doing some good things with me. Look at all this right. rain, you know? And then in chapter three, she's like, oh, the Lord's doing something for me. We're going to not be destitute for the rest of our lives. Yep. But in chapter four, she's like, oh, the Lord's doing something good with me because now my family, you know, is, mm-hmm. is, you know, and she's looking back and saying, Hey, my family, you know, and, and, and understanding all that goes into that, the blessings and the prophecy. And, you know, of course yeah. she didn't see that when she's taking care of her grandchild and when her grandchild, <laughs> you know, spits up on her and all of that, she's like, good, good grief. You know, I thought this was done, but at the same time, you know, yeah. to see her grow in her faith and grow in her gratitude, um, for, for who the Lord is and what, what he can do and how, and how he can do it. And so I think that's, that's the wonderful, um, the wonderful blessing that we can see there is purpose in our pain. Um, there's not, that doesn't always have to be permanent. Um, and, and then we can say, like, like we said, Lord, use this pain, but, and, and uh, use this pain for, for us to glorify you in the future. Oh, absolutely. And you know, our stories aren't, aren't over when we think they are sometimes. Yeah. You know, I I think we got to remember that. Um, you know, just because somebody passes away doesn't mean their story's over. Right. And there, there's just more to it. And God is continuing to do his work. And so, 
you know, I don't know what your story is today. I don't know what your pain story is. I don't know what your bitter story is. I don't know what your heartache story is. We've all got them. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just coming back to hopefully being reminded through this, through this widow woman by the name of Naomi, who, who, who watched God bring from despair to, to life. Yeah. And, and from death to life and from so many things, she watched God work the miracles in her life. Um, as she, you know, as she, as she trusted him more, she, I think she saw more of what he was doing and how he was blessing. And so that's, I think that's our kind of our word for the day, you know, is, is just to trust God in the, in the hard places. Yeah, exactly. And, and no, and, and no, and ask him, ask him to let you see that, see every once in a while, just ask him. And, 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 and so that's, that's what, that's what I would encourage you because a few weeks ago, I was like this, I was frustrated. I was upset. I didn't see but I just started asking the Lord, open my eyes again to these small blessings and let me mm-hmm. kind of take me back through that journey. And so just like Naomi was able to just start, just be grateful for grain at the beginning and then start seeing that the Lord's hand was, was, was moving in such a powerful way. Yeah. So yeah, study the book of Ruth, enjoy it, take some time, go back and read the story of Judah and Tamar, go back and read the story of Rahab and yeah. see all of these women that have been a part and, and, and God allowed to be a part of the lineage of what the most beautiful story in, in the universe is that Christ died on the cross for our sins. And mm. last night I was able to share that and lead some, lead a, lead a woman to the Lord. Um, and she, she called out on the name of the Lord in such a mighty and powerful way. And, mm. and just understanding that that's why we get rooted deep. Yeah. And so we can see God's hand in our in our lives and we can see God's hand in the world that he's still moving and he's still working, even when it looks dark. And yeah, so absolutely. we want you to enjoy that today. We want you to get rooted deep and uh, and we will see you next time. All right. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.